0: of the mandarian orange show i'm phil vecchio
1: and i'm spicy mcnugget janelle vecchio
0: oh my we did try (laughs) a drive-thru and got spicy mcnugget
1: one day only
0: wow it was pretty good
1: well it's funny because like every time that i have an errand like anything like today i had to go get my blood drawn for my doctor's appointment next week i'm like should I go through the drive through
0: <laughs> It's
1: like the highlight.
0: It is. Because <laughs> we have day. left our house so seldomly. We only eat at home. We cook recipes, mm-hmm. but occasionally, when you must go out, like for a blood drop, I'm
1: out anyway.
0: You might as well go through a drive through <laughs> and then we go through a whole rigmarole. I put the food yes. in the oven. Yes,
1: explain what you do. I, I want our listeners to know how careful you are.
0: Well, first of all, the outside surfaces of anything that you've got to handle are wiped down with a disinfectant. Um, and then the food itself, um, we put on metal trays and put in the oven for uh, about eight minutes at 400 degrees <laughs> to make sure it's clean. Also, though...
1: We've, li- we've started to, like, oven-bake.
0: Like, food. honestly, even if I don't have to, sometimes I would do this on certain foods. It's like, a f- it makes it crisper and fresher, and I don't know, it's, it can be pretty good. Yeah. But also, it, you know, helps to eliminate any possible risk
1: contaminant
0: that's right so that's my deal if you're going to go out and do it then that's what I'm going to make us do before we eat it then yeah
1: and I order go. on the app so I don't have any hand to no hand contact, contact. Yes, I
0: know So I don't love it but you know we're trying to be as safe as we can and even if it is overkill I would rather that than undo an unnecessary risk
1: well and we've been being careful for so long
0: yeah. it's like come on
1: But, uh, yeah, that's what we had, spicy chicken nuggets.
0: Yes, we did.
1: And they said they were only available today.
0: Well, that was definitely a way they got you to buy them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we should leap straight into the news. And now the news. Well, we would like to remind you, dear, sweet, wonderful listeners, as always... That we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, any place that you're listening to your podcast. If you give us a rate and review, we always appreciate it. Everybody says that. It's the thing you have to say. I think to qualify to be a podcast, you have to mention that at some point in the podcast. It's just sort of the rule.
1: All the podcasts I listen to do it.
0: Yeah, rate and review. It's just kind of a thing. Good night and good luck. You know, <laughs> That's the news and I'm sticking to it. Rate and review. That's where we're at now.
1: Dear listeners, you can also email us at mandarinornshow at gmail.com. Email the guesses of what TV show you think we're on. (laughs)
0: That's right. We uh, would love to hear. We would love to hear from some of you that we haven't heard from a little bit. I'm not going to call out any names, but we need some updates on some folks.
1: Yes. We want to know how you're doing.
0: And, um, we actually are going to have a little bit of a contest this week on this episode. Do so, tell. uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but again, you can email us at show at gmail.com. You can also write us, um, through our Facebook page or through Instagram, you know, message us through either of those. Do follow us at Instagram, Orange show, Twitter at mandarinorange, and make sure you're on our Facebook page, liking that and join the group. There's always fun stuff that we're posting in there. hmm Whew. That's that. Now, we have been uh, pretty good, actually, about our schedule. And therefore, um, you know, we're not going to have as much backlog of things to tell you about, which is good. Uh, we're trying to, you know, stay on top of it so that we can keep this lively and timely. Uh, but since our recording last week... Uh, we have, the kids have been blowing through puzzles like crazy, so we should talk about a little plup date. That's a Puzzle Lego update.
1: Alright, so my sister, listener of the show, um, sent us so many puzzles. Um,
0: I think like 15 or something like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: So the kids have been working on one box in particular that was a bunch of different puzzles. And they're on their last. One, yes, puzzle number bots. eight, and I'm taking a little credit because I am not as um, advanced of a puzzler as you all. I told you guys I've just started getting into puzzling during the pandemic, but you I could
0: ha- be. I think it's more your level of commitment to it more than your skill level, you know what I'm saying? Whatever,
1: I'm just saying. Um, So, I have, like, helped the kids with color coding. They weren't color coders before me.
0: Like sorting the pieces, Yeah, but
1: I'm a color coder sorter, so I help color code, and they'll be like, Mommy, I need green pieces. And then I go through and find them all the green pieces, and they're, like, putting them in, like, without even thinking about it. You guys are
0: like a well-oiled machine. But
1: I do put in a couple puzzles. I've put in a piece into every puzzle, at least. Um, So that I could say I contributed.
0: You got like an investment in it a little bit there. Mm -hmm. But they have the controlling stake in it.
1: Whatever. You have uh, some business references in your puzzling.
0: Yes. I mean, I'm sure they're (laughs) totally accurate, too. (laughs) My portfolio is uh, pretty strong. Strong to very strong. Um, I have been working on the 5,000 piece for still. Making some good progress. Definitely going to come in ahead of the other 7,500 one, but we got a ways to go still. And um, a couple other things, a couple of updates from things we talked about last week. First of all, quick fire update. Um, as of now, the fire that's been burning near us is actually has burned away from us. So we're back in the clear. Yucaipa's, uh evacuation orders have all been lifted. However... The fire itself is still burning and heading the opposite direction towards Big Bear, which is where my parents are and where I grew up.
1: And they're close to being evacuated. They're actually in an evacuation warning zone.
0: Yeah, so they're now packing up just in case they have to go. So it's crazy. You've probably seen on the news, California is crazy. The other thing that's super sad is, you probably heard me talk about it when I was a kid. I... My dad worked at a camp. It was like a hiking camp. I'm sure I've talked about this a number of times before.
1: Yeah, you have. Because you've told your story about how the doctors
0: yeah, yeah, had yeah. to come. But basically, in case you are just catching up now, um, it was this camp that is out in the middle of the forest. It's four miles from civilization. You have to hike there to get in. Four miles in, four miles out. Um, and then there's a cool, there's cool cabins with... Uh, generators, they would just run electricity late at night and stuff. It's called Camp Sturdivant. Super amazing place. We lived there like three quarters of a time of the time for a couple years when I was a kid. And then like, you know, part time for a couple years after that. And a lot of great fond memories there. And there's a horrible fire, the Bobcat Fire, that is like raging near it. And it's, you know, deep in the wilderness. So there's not a lot of way to get resources out there. And word is still out as of this recording, but it's very possible that it got burned. This is the buildings there were built in like 1893, if I remember correctly. So sad. Um, so, you know, we're talking about 130 year old buildings almost that, you know, just super great historic place. And uh, might not be there anymore.
1: And, like, I kid you not. We had just given Phil's dad before the pandemic a present to go to the camp.
0: Yeah, we rented we a cabin to stay up there, take the we kids. We were going
1: to hike in. It was going to be great because Phil's always wanted to show the kids and me and no then somehow they live the memories um and it might be gone.
0: We don't live that far away from it. We're only an hour and a half from the trailhead, probably maybe two hours at most, but we just have never made it I haven't gone up there since a little after college I think was the last time I went, and uh it's been a while, obviously, but it was crazy because we looked at like the pictures and again, I lived there for a mm-hmm. while, you know um And we were looking at the pictures online and all the same stuff. The same decorations are up in the dining hall that I remember from when I was in, like, second, third grade and stuff. So, it's super sad. I hope that some of it survives. I hope it didn't all burn to the ground. Um, This is also the place where uh, there's a giant cement water slide. Yeah. Cool, like, the zip line they had there was, uh, there's a pulley on a big cable, a big chain, and then a axe handle attached horizontally across the bottom and you just kind of gripped onto it and flew across the forest and it's probably an insurance nightmare but oh my gosh this giant swing that was literally would take you 30 feet up off the ground at its height you know i mean oh it was amazing just just so cool right along a big creek so anyway hopefully hopefully we don't know for sure maybe some of it survived Um, obviously, you know, the nature will recover, the trees will grow back, but there is a lot of cool history there, so. Um, so sorry to be a downer on those things. I do also have one quick, um, we have a correction from last week. Um, because the kids were listening as I was, like, editing the show, and actually, I think Audrey might have listened even when we were recording it mm. and the yes, correction correct. We were talking about the board games last week and we got wrong who won First of all, in the risk game they did not call it. they played it to the bitter end and Luke won mm. and settlers of Catan Audrey won mm. and we did not give credit there I won life and then we collectively won did we did a bunch of rounds of the other one so. They were very concerned, and as I edited it, they're like, "Daddy, it's wrong." So I
1: don't win anything.
0: Well, you we we did a collaborative one on the dangling. If one.
1: everybody wins, nobody wins.
0: You know. Well, okay, fine, <laughs> you lost. Anyway, I just I told the kids I would make sure to do a correction there, so um, there's that. And finally, um, we recorded our TV episode.
1: Yes, this happened we since we did, did last.
0: We are going to be on TV. Our episode is on, it'll air on November 29th, -hmm. and we're still going to be a little mysterious about it, but we can tell you a couple things. Yes. Um, One of which is that we recorded, you know, from home, and uh, it was a little touch and go. We had to, like, upgrade our internet, because we're basically streaming our recording. You know, we had a whole camera kit and everything, because everything is distanced. And we had to like upgrade our internet and there was issues at the last minute and we thought it I wasn't was going like to work and
1: running around trying to find something that would work
0: and it was so stressful. We figured it out in the end, but it was like down to the wire. Mhm. And um, it's really exciting. It went well after all that yeah. and um it's it's super cool. Yeah. So we're going to be on real TV November 29th. We will update you as Message
1: message us your guesses.
0: Yes. If we're, you guess we're it correct, definitely we may tell featured. You. Yeah. You'll, you'll be able
1: to see all four of us. Yes.
0: Yes. See and hear. <laughs> so um very exciting. Very, very exciting. I can't even believe it.
1: I couldn't believe it either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we are gonna move along to our first segment of the day. Well, first like main segment. And that is top five. Every time a bell rings, we give our top five.
1: All right, you go first. Yes,
0: that's right. We're jumping straight into the top five. I came up with the top five for this week. And the top five for this week is top five game shows. And
1: why did we pick game shows? We picked why game, shows. You pick game shows. game shows?
0: I did because our friend Corey, Corey Cockle, our dear friend from Orange County, um, was on Wheel of Fortune tonight. Yay! Um, that'll give away when we recorded it, so if you are following closely <laughs> along, you'll know it takes me a couple days to edit and put it out, but that's okay. Um, but we watched the show. She did super awesome. We don't want to spoil it because we want people to get to watch it if you haven't watched it yet. But... She did so she good. She did so She's good.
1: so good at Wheel of Fortune. We used to go over to their house every week, this old date and how long ago it was, but we'd watch The Office.
0: And Lost. And
1: Lost. And so, um, Will of Fortune was always on before we started The Office, even though they were on different
0: networks. But a lot of times they'd how, be like watching it when we yeah, got there. Yeah, that's how
1: big a fan Corey is of Will of Fortune. And there'd be like one letter and she'd like solve yeah, and that she did a couple of those tonight where there was like barely anything. Yeah, so she's just she's amazing. She's great.
0: So in honor of Corey's Wheel of Fortune appearance, um, we are going to talk about our top five game shows. Now, before I get into the list, I want to clarify something because, and I didn't put this rule on you, but for myself, I made it more like traditional game shows. I did not include things like Fear Factor or Wipeout or stuff like that. Oh,
1: I didn't do those either because those would have. <laughs> been
0: those are more my... like either reality show game shows or you know, stunts did, like, and stuff. I did, like
1: live audience game <laughs> yeah, shows.
0: Yeah, that's what I stuck to for this. Doesn't mean that those aren't game shows, I realize. Those are
1: more like reality game shows. Yeah, so.
0: it's a different. To me, that's in a different category, yeah. although they are closely related and they win money and stuff. Yes. So I did not include those just so that you. Know what the list is here, so I kind of went for some standards. But let's be real. Up first, I have Jeopardy. I mean, it's the gold standard of game shows. You're Alex, really good at it. I, I do really like it. I feel like one day maybe I should. Ever since I was a kid, my grandparents, my my nana, my great grandma, mm-hmm. always wanted me to be on it. They she always does said I could better than
1: the people on the show. Like I don't know why he hasn't been on it yet.
0: I don't know. We have applied for a lot of game shows we have audition for game shows so let's let's recount all the game shows we've tried to get on all right so wheel i don't think i ever actually did try for wheel no But we did family feud yeah we did the world series geek world series what was that called
1: pop culture something. world series of
0: pop culture uh geeks what was the geek one though remember because i like sent in a an application for that. Beat the Geeks. Beat the Geeks. Tried for that one. Um, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, oh, yeah, you did. Let's see. Uh, oh, what's Price is Right? Uh, there's probably a couple of others in there that I'm not thinking
1: I've of. I've never auditioned for Family Feud.
0: Well, that's true. We tried to get you too,
1: But we weren't married. But it was
0: before we were married, and they said even though we were engaged, it didn't count. And we've, some of them we've made it to the audition point. Others, like, never even heard a response. And usually that's the case because so many people apply for these things uh-huh. that, you know, it's just a part of it is luck of the draw. Because there's no way they have time to look at every single one of the thousands of applicants they get each week and give them a close look. So they've got some way to cull it down to a reasonable amount. And there's definitely some luck involved, I would say.
1: And nice smiles.
0: Well, and then some of them that we've gotten a little closer on—it's definitely like a looks thing. Um, You know, we we saw that in action, depending on the show. So, Uh, but yeah, so I like game shows, and we've tried to get on them a lot. That's the point. Uh, So yeah. I'm gonna
1: push you for Jeopardy, though.
0: Well, Jeopardy would be fun. Just tonight before we watched like the tail end of Jeopardy before Wheel of Fortune, and I did pretty good.
1: Yeah, you did. And then think about if you did a little. Studying.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to study for Jeopardy.
1: You just gotta know. It's
0: because it's all over the place. You either are good at trivia or you're not. I don't think... I'm not, like, one of those, like... Was it Ken Jennings or whatever that... Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would go, like, a huge run and beat everyone. But I think I could... I could come out with some money. Yeah. If I made it on there. Um, I'd be smarter than the lady tonight who had, like, $4,000 and then, like... Answered, like, five questions in a row wrong. Like, just stop guessing, lady. You're good. Yeah. Oh, it was painful. And she wound up in the negative by the end.
1: Yeah, she did.
0: I mean, I know I'm not one to talk because I've not been on the show. It's pressure and blah, blah, blah. But, ugh.
1: Oh, um, another one, though. What? You forgot to mention is uh, California Adventure and, and um, Hollywood Studios version of who, who wants, wants to be, be a millionaire. millionaire. That's right. Well,
0: I actually got on it a number of times. Yeah. Um they had like a thing at the studios and a California venture where you basically were on like a stage version you of the had show. Yeah, like sign
1: a waiver and Yeah, stuff.
0: and you won real prizes and I I did pretty well. I think I actually got on the show 3 times or is it 4 times? Once in Florida and then two or three times in California. Yeah. And the I got up to the second to last question. I got out on the second to last question, not the million question, but the second Mm -hmm. to last one. The grand and the grand. It was a sports question, which is my Achilles heel. It is a good thing about Jeopardy, though, because you can guess around some of the categories, Mm -hmm. you know. But um, I, I the grand prize was a Disney cruise, and I didn't get that. But I got like a a polo shirt and some hats and pins and things like that. So. Anyway, my next one is Wheel of Fortune, another classic. And see, this is fun because all the way back to when I was a kid, again, my grandma, my great-grandma, my nana, loved Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. And it was Alex Trebek and uh, uh, Pat Sajak and Vanna White back then, too. Mm -hmm. And so I have very fond memories watching those shows with them, you know. Yeah. I can't not say those. Like, it would be betraying my history if I didn't. Yeah. And they're great shows, you know. Um, Number three family feud another one that we tried out for another Mm -hmm. classic i mean that's just fun
1: i've always loved that one
0: and you've got such a wide variety of hosts from the creepy to the hilarious to the incomprehensible (laughs) and everything in between including richard karn Yep. um so you gotta love family feud millionaire who wants to be a millionaire i put that on here that's a great show you got uh um regis you know was mm-hmm. a great host and it's just it's a great show. Yeah, it was. It's good trivia and it's funny because I guess so far two of them are just straight up trivia, but I like I trivia really like and they trivia. put them in a creative way. So, and then finally, and this one may be my actual favorite of them all as far as watching them. I've probably watched more of this one than any of the others. Mm-hmm. It's what's my line? This one is an old one, and you guys, I was obsessed for. Well, I still love. Old, old game shows. When Game Show Network, like late at night, they would show old game shows. And I would just love... I would sit and watch them for hours. And What's My Line is my favorite of the bunch. But it's from this category of games where they're... um, It's like a panel. So they have a panel of celebrities. And then there's some way that they bring a guest on there and quiz them. There's similar ones, like To Tell the Truth, where they'd have several people and they each would make a statement. And they'd have to pick which one was the true one. Um, Then there was I've got a secret, um, which was the person that came out and they had a, you know, some crazy thing that that was true about them and they had to guess what the secret was. And this one, what's my line, is the person would come out and they would have to guess what their job is. And they would get it's yes or no questions, sort of like 20 question style and what one of the things I love about it is just it's so, like, 1950s. They're all dressed nice. They're very formal. They shake hands. Which they is ironic
1: because you hate dressing up.
0: Yes, but I also love the era where it was like that. Like, I don't want to do it, but I love watching it. <laughs> Bennett Cerf um, is, like, the, one of the main panelists, and he's fantastic. Always super funny. Tons of puns. I mean, he goes deep on the puns. So I absolutely love What's My Line. And the favorite line, you've heard me quote this many times, when they come in, John Daly, John Francis Daly, who hosts it, says, enter and sign in, please. <laughs> That's like the famous line yes. from itself. I love, love, love that show. Now, I did not have an honorable mention, but I do have one dishonorable mention, which is the worst game show of all time. Mm-hmm. Not worse because there are some that are just duds and you forget, but this one is actually horrible. I have a couple of episodes on a DVD because most of the episodes were lost, but it's a show called Queen for a Day. And you got to look this up if you don't believe me, but what would happen is they would have these ladies come on. It was always ladies because Queen for a Day. And these three or four ladies, I forget how many contestants, they would come on, and they would tell their sob story. Usually it was like, you know, their kid had a terminal illness or their husband was in a wheelchair or they lost their, their mortgage on their home and they couldn't even afford electricity. And they would come out and each one would tell these horrible sob stories. And then the, at the end, the audience would applaud for Each person and whoever got the loudest cheer because they had the saddest story, they would make them queen for the day and give them, you know, if like they said their refrigerator broke, then they would win a new refrigerator and they'd give them a bunch of other prizes and stuff to help them out. And the other one, whose kid what was did in the a wheelchair, other I mean, they'd give them like a toaster get. or something, you know, and send them off with like a little tiny so prize. Sad. And their kid still is in a wheelchair, you know, and can't make it to school or whatever. Like, it is. Like, so hard to watch, but also so fascinating. So, look that one up as well. And that's my top five.
1: All right. So, of your top five. Yes. um, I had three.
0: Okay. Of the same. Can I guess? Yes. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud? No. Millionaire's in there, then. Yes. Okay.
1: So, Family Feud, Wheel of Fortune, and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Okay.
0: Um. Not Jeopardy. You're not as big in trivia as I am, but you're like a millionaire.
1: I don't like trivia that's so hard; I get mad. <laughs> and Jeopardy's like that for me. Yeah, like it's too quick and it's too like advanced. So I, I'm I like to watch you um, because you are amazing at it. But um, I wouldn't enjoy actually just doing watching it. strangers do it. So, Family Feud. um, I've watched, you know, since the '80s and loved it. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune is just a classic. Um, I'm not very good at it, but I like. It's fun to to watch. Watch it, and it's like fast paced. And Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is like the best trivia show ever. Okay. (laughs) So, and I can like get some of them of the lower. I'm so curious
0: what your other two are.
1: All right. So the um my all-time number 1 favorite game show because I have so many nostalgic memories of watching this um at 10:30 a.m. on summer break is Price is Right.
0: Oh yeah, Price is Right is great.
1: So I also like the la- I think the last time I was on TV was I went to a taping of The Price is Right with my um, college dorm or with somebody's college dorm. Yeah. And um, I got two close-ups, one with my friend Aaron, listener of the show. That's right.
0: That's right. I forgot he was there, too.
1: Okay. So, and then one of our friends got on. Yeah. So, that was, like, super exciting. So i kid you not i was like walking around i went to the like blockbuster and some lady recognized me
0: i remember
1: from my close-up on price is right yeah like she was like were you I'm, i it's just my favorite show and like were you on the show and that's when i like was like oh my gosh i was a person in the audience that got a close-up of me like cheering and people people recognize recognize me I can't even imagine like what it would be like to be a famous celebrity after
0: our episode I know
1: so um so that was really (laughs) that was really funny um, and then... And we,
0: But we went on another taping of it after. That was a separate one that you and yeah, I went on. Yeah, but
1: we didn't get, like, close-ups.
0: No, no, no. no. And none we of
1: didn't. us got on.
0: You could see us in an audience shot, but there was... Yeah, like
1: a close-up. wide shot, yeah, yeah. but it, it's really fun taping to go to. Though. Yeah. Um, okay, and then my other favorite game show of all time, and my sister is going to, like, love this too, is... Um, Double Dare.
0: Oh, all yeah. All of them. All
1: the versions.
0: Oh, that's really good. So, Actually, I love Double Dare.
1: Like, it was not a live audience, you know, it was in a studio, so I think it would...
0: Man, if I could go back to my list, that might nudge out Millionaire for me. Yeah. Like, I love Double Dare. I can't believe I didn't think of it. Yeah.
1: D- like... Just all the versions, Family Double Dare, Super Sloppy Double, super dare. Sloppy double dare, Double Double Dare, was there?
0: Mm, I don't know. Maybe. So many
1: different versions. But,
0: Mark Summers.
1: Oh my gosh, my sister and I—it was on at 4:30 p.m. on Nickelodeon, and we would just like love it.
0: Yeah, that is—that's a good one. I yeah. can't believe I didn't think of that.
1: And I, was, I was always like, "Why are you kids picking the physical challenge? Oh my gosh, just answer it's the so question. Hard. They're so easy. The
0: questions were so easy. You wanted though, but at this, by the same token, you wanted them to pick the physical challenge. Yeah, that was the most fun to watch. they all
1: gross and slimy.
0: Right, but. Um, Gosh, I didn't even think about like. There's a whole run of like great kid games, Mm -hmm. like Finders Keepers and Legends of the Hidden Temple and all those Nickelodeon ones. Plus, like, oh, was it Nick Arcade? Remember, they were like in a video Mm -hmm. game. There's a lot of good kid video or kid. Game shows.
1: Okay. But you sit there and sneak in a bunch of your others.
0: I didn't this time. All the
1: time. So I'm gonna do one more I had a, that I just thought of. Okay. That would probably nudge out Millionaire for me too. Okay. Um Hello Supermarket Sweep.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one.
1: Okay, another one, my sister and I.
0: You know there's a reboot with Leslie yes. Jones coming, right? We
1: are so excited. I think I think, like, my sister and I should audition
0: for it. Because it would be amazing.
1: I think we'd rock it. Yeah. You have to understand, me and my sister, like, my mom would give us the list.
0: <laughs>
1: and she, like, um, she took part of it, but my sister and I would get the list. And we, like, would go to different parts of the store, like, price them. And just, like, we were really good at it.
0: Now, I don't know if you remember, but... Back in the day, there was a similar thing. I don't think it was an ongoing one, but they had a similar kind of thing. But it was at Toys R Us. Do you remember this? Yes. I think it might have just yes. been a few times that they did it, and it drove me nuts because I remember like the kid running up and down, and scooping toys off the shelves, and I was like, "If go it was me, you go to electronics. You start because remember at the time to get like Nintendo games, there was just like little paper slips, and each one that you pulled." You would then take up to the counter, and then that was worth the game. There's like just stacks of them. You just go up there and yank those piles off Mm -hmm. there, and you got thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. worth. That's what I would have done.
1: Well, I would tell you in Supermarket Sweep, you gotta head straight to the seafood and meat. Throw in, I think you're allowed to get like five of the same thing. You throw in your meats, you want your steaks. (laughs) You know um, things you know, like that, seafood. You know is it's like like another huge. good one
0: that's fast and small? Spices.
1: Oh yeah, those are like five bucks a pot at
0: least, and they're small. And and if you're allowed to get like five of each thing, you can go each one. Yeah, and think about like vanilla, like vanilla beans. Mm-hmm. Those are like thirty dollars mm-hmm. for like a single one. So you could scoop there and get a hundred and fifty yeah. bucks right there.
1: Yeah. Um, and then there's like challenges in there where you have to like find. A certain mm-hmm. food, and I'm really I know my way around a
0: grocery store. Now, see to me, that show would be miserable because I do not oh, know. So I, hates grocery I don't shopping. love grocery shopping. I, if I do, I like to go in and get one thing or a couple things and then get out of there. I hate like big long shopping ordeals.
1: I think I think like me and my sister would win.
0: Yeah, like I believe it.
1: We, I could tell them our story that we were our longtime childhood grocery shoppers. Like our mom sent us to the grocery store to yeah. with her list. Um, I've worked for a grocery store. I was a, a yeah, bagger. that's true. So, but
0: you'd have to let me come along so I could meet Leslie Jones because I love her. Oh yeah, She's yeah, so rad. for sure.
1: For sure, and they, I would they sing probably bowls with her. I mean, we'd have to wait though until we could have studio audiences yeah. again.
0: that is a crazy thing. Corey on on Wheel of Fortune, they mm-hmm. had like all kinds of social distancing things, including there's like a little tube that they each person mm-hmm. has their own that they put on and slips over the, the little wheel. pegs on the wheel so they don't touch each other, like touch the and spot. And for the I final
1: touched. puzzle, Pat Sajak couldn't come over.
0: He had to have the winner step aside so mm-hmm. that um, they didn't get too close. Yeah.
1: All right, so well, that's, that's my top five. top five with a sneaky one in there like you always do.
0: That's fair. However, I mentioned earlier that we do have a little contest.
1: Oh.
0: And here is the contest, you guys. This is pretty great. Um, you're all eligible, and here's what you have to do. We want to hear what your top five game shows are. So in order to enter for the contest, you got to email us. Uh, again, you could do Show at gmail.com. Or you can use the Facebook Messenger or uh, Instagram. Those are the three that we'll Mm -hmm. accept for right now for this contest. you got to email us your name, obviously, your top five game shows, and then um, we will take the people that do that, and we're going to pick randomly from the people that do it. And I don't know, we may give out one or two prizes. And if we only have two people, maybe we'll give it to both. If we have, like, 50 people enter, then we'll probably just pick one or two. We'll have at least at least two winners if we have multiple people. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Um, if we only have one, maybe we'll only do one. We'll see. We'll see how many people enter. But at least two. The winner will get this. First of all, a sticker pack from us. Uh, that will include a sticker from the Mandarin Orange Show, mm-hmm. as well as a couple others from, like, Pop Vox Music, which is my record label, and other things I'll toss in there. Who knows? So, a fun little pack of stickers. Okay. And a CD. That's short for compact disc. These are small, round, plastic discs that are red with a laser. It plays music off of are them in this gonna case. you going to
1: send a CD player, too? And I'm not going
0: to. Anymore. They're going to have to figure it out. Um, but the CD... It's a compilation. It's actually I called it a four-way split. There's three songs each from three different bands. One of the bands is a band that you and I both played in, um, and you actually sing in. And it's called the Valets, and the song one of the songs from it is actually the song you hear at the beginning of every Mandarin episode, every Mandarin Orange Show episode. And at the end of every Mandarin Orange Show episode, so that music you hear at the beginning and ending of each show, it comes from the same song, and it's on the CD. And if you win the prize, you will get the CD as well as the stickers. We will mail it out to you. Um, so we'll just, you know, ask you for your address.
1: But you got a message us. But you got a message five. us. Five.
0: And um, uh, we'll close it off. You know, like a week after I post this, maybe five days. We'll say a work week. Five days after the episode posts, mm-hmm. that's when we'll close it off. Okay. So enter now, show at gmail.com, or you can message us your top five. All right, we have a quick couch potato corner.
1: Couch potato corner. The CPC. We've been watching a lot of TV shows lately.
0: We're home a lot, which is kind of what happens. And it's
1: our favorite.
0: So first, a couple of quick things. Kids and I have been watching Gravity Falls still. It's amazing. I love it. It's so brilliant. And I have not watched them all in order, getting like near the end of the series and it's all coming together and it's fantastic
1: Yeah you have your show you watch with the kids yes. while I'm working
0: And then we have our family show that we all watch together right now we've been we just finished Earth to Ned mm-hmm. which is also on Disney plus and it was super fun lots of fun guests
1: yeah And so our show um, I have a half an hour break. During the day, that's it. But
0: like, which is super cool that you're home now. Yeah. So I have lunch ready to go, so that you can run out and then we watch a show together. Real yeah. Quick.
1: Because the kids are doing their They're school, doing their school. back in their room. So I come out. Phil has food ready, and we watch our half an hour show. And I have timers so that I can get, back, get back to back class because I do have to be on live sessions right before and yeah. right after.
0: Um. So we just. Uh, finished Parks and Rec. And I wanted to mention this because on our last episode, we talked about how part episode or season seven wasn't very good. It didn't end very well. Mm-hmm. But we had only gotten a couple episodes in at that point. Yeah. And, well, what do you think of how it finished?
1: I feel like it was one of the best endings of a TV show ever.
0: It really was. They pulled it off. Like... There was a little the first few episodes were a little touch and go, but it was like they pulled out of a nosedive and the last half of the season is amazing. It's oh, so good. And it, it finishes on a perfect note.
1: I really liked it.
0: And then we were super bummed because we went we wanted to rewatch that like the special. Yeah, the quarantine special. And, and it's, it's
1: gone. It's
0: gone. I can't find it. So We
1: can't even buy it.
0: Oh, no, I'll buy the episode, but I couldn't find it. If someone knows how to get it, help us out, because we want to watch it. We like, watched we'll it before, it. but we hadn't seen the whole series in so long. That's what kicked us off into rewatching it. Ben,
1: I know you know.
0: Yeah, help us out here. <laughs> Tell us what to do. Um, and then uh, we've also have been, of course, with the kids, we watched AFV. All, we've been watching through some of the old ones of that occasionally. Yes. America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes. And finally, what's our new show you and I are watching?
1: Oh, my gosh, guys. Cobra Kai.
0: So good.
1: Phenomenal. If you have any nostalgia for Karate Kid, I mean, you don't even have to have a nostalgia for it. It's It's a great show, but it helps. But it puts it on a different level if you're a Karate Kid fan.
0: And I feel like it's such a brilliant update to it. It's not just a rehash. Mm -mm. It's a complete reimagining of it while still being true to what it was and it's i mean as much as i love the originals and i have deep mm-hmm. deep nostalgia for the karate kid movies but it it complete, it makes it it's deeper it's such a like more complex storytelling mm-hmm. and characters
1: wrapped into a teen drama which is like one of my favorite yeah. genres
0: it's kind of a perfect combination <laughs> of everything it's so good and we never really watched I watched a couple episodes with my brother because mm-hmm. he had the YouTube thing for a bit. But I wasn't going to pay for YouTube. Yeah. So now that it's on Netflix, like, oh, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It is a little more PG-13 than yeah, the original can't, stuff. You
1: can't, like, watch it with your kids. But it's um,
0: pretty, it's great, though. We told
1: the kids when they're old enough, though. It's
0: yeah. so good. It's pretty great. Yeah. So highly recommended for that.
1: And we can't wait to... We're on season two, so we can't wait to finish. yeah, season that. three
0: is coming, I guess next year now, they said, yeah, all right, and we have one final uh, segment that we're gonna do tonight, and it's one we haven't done in a long time, but we have some new content that we're bringing out here for this. So let's do some vintage vecchios wow. <laughs> Now, vintage Vecchios, for those of you who uh, maybe haven't, or, you know, newer listeners, we haven't done this in quite a while, but this is where we talk about stuff a lot of times, like, you know, college days for us, or first when we were first married, or when we first knew each other, or when we were kids, something like that, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um...
1: Although I was in a Vecchio when I was a kid.
0: Well, that's true, but you... You're going to
1: have to call it vintage Yaley.
0: You're grandfathered in. You're... you're <laughs> Your grandmother did. How's that? (laughs) Um, But tonight, on this episode, um, I want to talk about something from my childhood. And we're going to do some similar things like this with some of Janelle's stuff. But uh, recently, my parents have been decluttering, organizing their house, and going through stuff. And they've gradually been delivering some things uh, from when I was a kid to our house, including um, a bunch of old papers from when I was a kid, um, like school files, right? So the, they're organized by grade. So my second grade, you know, has papers from it, has an old yearbook in it and, you know, assignments that I've done and stuff like that. And so, um, we're just going to do some samplings of stuff that I did in school as a kid. And I think it's pretty entertaining. So for tonight or for this episode, Um, What I'm going to do is I have a notebook here from... It's a composition book from when I was in third grade. And uh, the way this worked is um, apparently... I figured it out from here, but, like, the teacher would write something in it, and I would write something in it, and then back and forth. It's sort of like a dialogue, and I think... It, she probably had, like, a basket at the front of the room, and, like, if you finished your work, you could write in it, and she would write you back. Because there's stuff where there's conversations definitely multiple times well, in a day. Well, it was
1: definitely, like, an early finisher, like, activity, and it was definitely not something she did for all the
0: kids. Probably not. Probably not. And and
1: I know as a teacher, there's no way you're writing in 30 books like conversational.
0: Right. And it was some pieces. of the conversations are definitely in the same day, which means it's not like you turn it in once or right. you get it back the next day. Like there's back and forth. Right. So um I'm just gonna open it up to the front here. So this is the beginning of it. First of all, a couple funny things though. My name Philip Vecchio across the front. And if you look inside the front cover, this is again my notebook from third grade. My parents like preserved this or whatever. And on the left side here, clearly in my mom's handwriting is a big, long list. It's probably a cribbage Ruck. game. I think, I'm going to guess cribbage. It could be Rook or something like that, but it looks more like a cribbage score from what I can tell. Um, All down the left-hand side on the oh inside. Oh,
1: my god! Which is
0: just great, because, you know, like, I'm in third grade, and it's the end of the school year, and she's looking for something to write down a score on, and this just was it. Because, you know, kids bring home so much mm-hmm. stuff from school, but it's pretty funny that's in there, so... Alright, so this is the opening thing right off the bat, no introduction, whatever. This is what I wrote. This morning my cat ate my hamster. <laughs> that's the first line. And this is how it, why I say thing back and forth, because then immediately that's it. I write one sentence and then she wrote back. Philip, that's terrible. You must feel very badly. And then I wrote, I do. It was my brother's hamster, and we haven't told him because he might not notice.
1: <laughs> Which brother?
0: This would be David.
1: Oh, Matthew wasn't.
0: This is before Matthew born was born. born, yeah. So it had uh, to be. My, my, second, my next brother. Um, she said that might be the case because hamsters sleep during the day. Good luck. And then I just said, he just, we decided he might have slipped out of the cage. And um, I guess I guess it goes on. It skips around down from there. But then... Uh, I'm skipping ahead down here. Now, each time I write back, it's one sentence. Like, for instance, she said, uh, thanks. tell your mom thanks that she came and helped out in the class. And I said, she said she also had lots of fun working in class yesterday. Great. Each line along the way, that's it. And let me one tell sentence. you
1: about something about Phil.
0: Chanel <laughs> knows about this.
1: I would write him... Big long emails over the summer in college because we're like best friends, like we tell each other everything. You know, long distance cost a lot of money back then, and I would like pour out my heart to him. First of all, I didn't realize I was writing to the family email.
0: <laughs> this like, was back when I didn't have he my gave own email. Me his
1: family email, so your mom is reading my <laughs> email to and brothers. you, like embarrassing but second of all he'd write back like two words like yep that's nice like (laughs) nothing and i like finally would like call you and be like you think you can give me a little more like it's not a very reciprocated email if i'm writing you five paragraphs and you're writing me two words (laughs) that's like really rude So you started to write a little more, but...
0: I did also tell you, hey, by the way, it's my family email. Like, you might want to, you know, tone down your language a little bit.
1: I did have a potty mouth in college.
0: My parents thought it was so funny that you emailed our family email, though.
1: Oh, my gosh. I could not (laughs) even believe it. Like, here I am. I'm, like, secretly madly in love with Phil and his, like, parents are reading my emails. <laughs> so embarrassing.
0: Well, now, too, if you look at, like, our text thread, you type so much more than I do. I do a lot of thumbs oh, yeah. ups and awesome or You're, cool. like,
1: you love the emoji.
0: Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. You type so much faster than I do on your phone.
1: I type so much faster than you on any device. Well,
0: that's true on the computer whatever. So it's it's laborious I for me. I used to
1: like type your papers for you sometimes cuz you were so slow and God. I'd be like, "I want to watch a movie." And you're like, "I have to type this." And you're like poking your <laughs> finger like I'm just like, "Move out of the way and tell me what you want to write."
0: I still type with two fingers, by the way. Yes.
1: He I got does. I've gotten
0: much faster. But But he has
1: to, like, look down. I can't believe there are certain things that I am more skilled at you at. Way better. But typing is definitely
0: one of them. With the keyboard, I'm pretty proficient at this point. I still have to look. But I can type at a somewhat normal speed. On my phone, it's atrocious. It takes me forever.
1: got to double thumb it.
0: I can't. It's too hard. Anyways, I'm a, so I'm, one I'm
1: looking at this composition book, and it's very much um, like Phil's writing one sentence. The teacher's writing more back to you yeah. in some cases. Yeah. But then I see it's getting
0: longer. Well, let me tell you what the long thing is, because again, all throughout the book, if you look, one sentence here, one sentence there, for the most part. Now, this is one. This is the first one. There's a couple long chunks, and I'm, this is where I'm going to just finish off with this. Uh, she said. What fun and interesting things did you do this weekend? I said I went down the hill. That means down the mountain from Big Bear where we grew up. I got three new Choose Your Own Adventure books. And I put the little registered trademark uh, symbol in there. Of
1: course <laughs> Of course, third grade Philip. <laughs> Would have
0: done this. And then I said, Anne, I rented Ghostbusters, and we watched it five times. And then she wrote, you really enjoy those Choose Your Own Adventures books, don't you? I've never seen Ghostbusters. Please tell me about it. And then I proceed to do an in-depth description of it she, for, like, two whole pages. She knew how
1: to reach you.
0: That's what I got to. And I just want to point out, because sometimes people, you know, everybody likes vintage stuff now, whatever, but... When I was in third grade, this was really who I was, and I'm just gonna read it to you because I think it's pretty fantastic. This is what I said: It's a very funny movie, and some of it is scary, but I liked it so much. I want I watched it five times, and I watched some scenes over and over once or twice because I liked them so much. She said, "Philip, you're nutty as a fruitcake. What are <laughs> Ghostbusters? What do they do?" And this. So, is,
1: so I'm just gonna talk from a teacher perspective. She's teaching you how to elaborate in your writing.
0: Not just say I liked it, but what else? like, come
1: on, elaborate. Here's some guiding questions. I love it. She's a good teacher.
0: So then I said, (laughs) the Ghostbusters are four people that have a business that that they call. I do have typos. I was not a perfect speller back then. That that they call ghostbusting. There is one person called Egon. Who is the smartest person in the group? Ray. He thinks he's the smartest, but he's kind of the boss of the group. Peter is very smart, but not as smart as Egon. He's the hotshot of the group, but he's my favorite one of all. I forgot the other one's name, but he's just an assistant. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh. So poor Winston. Poor Winston. He doesn't come in through for like halfway through the movie, to yeah. be fair, but you know. Um, they also have a now, this is supposed to say secretary, but it says scrattery. <laughs> but that's supposed to be secretary. What they do, and I don't remember her name either. <laughs> what they do is when someone calls and A-N, says they have a ghost um, and they climb in their car. Oh, there we go. They drive to the place that called. They call them and then they destroy the ghost with the special equipment they invented. Um, and then she said, believe it or not, I've never seen Ghostbusters. I love the vocabulary used to describe them. And I said, thank you. I think you should, I think you should rent it from the video place up here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then she said, I think that might be a good idea. The only problem is that I'll need to be home long enough to see it. And I said, you might want to stay up late and watch it. (laughs) And then she's totally trying to get me off the subject. Perhaps you're right. What new, different, or interesting things did you do this weekend? And then I go on to a whole other thing. But She's good. Yeah. She
1: knows how to to get you back on track.
0: The next one that's long is I talk about how I found four mad magazines at a yard sale. Mm.
1: (laughs) So, basically, you're the same person
0: you were in third grade, but you would
1: not make.
0: Without the spelling errors. Spelling errors. Yep. That's pretty much it. Well, there are a lot of other ones that I would like to do in this journal. Other stories I wrote. And we're going to include some of that in Vintage Vecchio in upcoming episodes. And we have some great writings from Janelle that I I have recently stumbled across. I
1: do love... um, I I wrote a lot.
0: What is your character's (laughs) name that you wrote like a novel about?
1: Um, Prairie Dawn and Shannon. That's right. Prairie Dawn. sisters. And... um, my sister and I had an ongoing novel that we would write chapters of. And then I included, like, my best friends in it from yeah. junior high. And then when I wasn't friends with them anymore, I moved on to my other best friends. And they helped me write it. So, it's got a lot it
0: of is chapters. A lot. There, there's other stuff that you wrote, too. And I recently came across some of that on an old drive. So, yeah. we'll be uh, doing some of that in future episodes as well and more of my stuff uh, maybe if we're lucky i'll come across my choose your own adventure fan fiction mm. that i wrote about the ghostbusters that's right i did at least the beginning of a choose your own adventure about the ghostbusters again i'm very true to my brand
1: That's delightful
0: throughout the years so that's it that's the phil archives as a part of the vintage vecchio's bit and that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Janelle, for hosting with me.
1: You're welcome. You're
0: such a good hostess.
1: Thank you. I'm the hostess with the mostess.
0: You are. Yeah. And I'm the host that likes to talk about Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, remember, we've got our contest going this week. Write to us with your top five game shows, and you might be eligible to win a sticker pack and a cool CD with our song on it Mm -hmm. that you're going to hear the end of it right here at the end of the show in just a moment here. I'll tell you what, too. If someone really doesn't have a CD player, I could do just a digital download if you would prefer that. So, you can choose. You could choose that if we'll you say... We'll
1: still send you the sticker pack. Then. Yeah,
0: but if you're like, I just have no use for a physical CD, then I could do that instead.
1: Because some people... I most know. people.
0: Let's not say most. Some people. <laughs> the people who listen to this show are probably more likely to have a CD player than someone that doesn't. Just Josh saying. is yelling at you right now. Josh could play CDs. I guarantee you Josh has a CD player. He might not use it much. But he's got a way to play CDs.
1: Mm, Josh is yelling at you.
0: No, he <laughs> does. He's he's like, no, Janelle, I listen to CDs.
1: <laughs> I like your Josh impression. Yeah, I've
0: got my Iron and Wine's <laughs> latest album right here.
1: <laughs> Iron and Wine.
0: Yeah.
1: They don't listen to Iron and Wine anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do. They got their <laughs> Bell and Sebastians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my gosh! Like twenty years ago. Plus,
0: they've got all the Devious Mean CDs to listen to. Three of them. <laughs> That's how many they put out.
1: I'm sure they listen to it on their iPods.
0: <laughs> it, I would like to hear from people. How do you listen to music? Maybe records. Of course, with some it's vinyl,
1: called
0: cassette tapes.
1: Um, Spotify. IPod,
0: iPods. How many people got the iPods?
1: I do still have my old iPod.
0: I wonder what's it on holds- it. 99 songs, right?
1: 99
0: songs. Pretty great. It's a lot of songs. All right. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys. um, And we want to thank you guys again for listening. We will be back again next week with another episode. But for now, uh, for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.